Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I'm Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey Nocho Prano. Hello, Andy. Hello, Mr. Prano. Wednesday night, Savage Town. It's a little muggy, but we are soldiers. <laughs> are we soldiers? I thought of that, Kellen Winslow it's Jr. It's not even that muggy. Like, what's happening with you? Are you I, pregnant? I, I don't know. Like, this is the coolest day we've had in I know a full month. It was overcast a whole day. There was thunder this morning. Yeah, I swear I don't know. I'm sweating a lot right now. You're the other day we were here. You're uh, was that yesterday? No, it was two days ago. Two days ago we were here. It was so chilly that we got in the hot tub. The hot tub wasn't hot enough. Have we solved that problem yet? Have yes. We talked to the- I I went in the hot tub today after my beach workout. And I don't know it if it was once again hot. It was hot. I and there was a whole new, you know, the knob or were you system. Just muggy. No, it, it was good. I uh, I'm I'm a little mad though because there's too many fucking bugs in the hot tub. They used to have a net. Like I like to clean the pool in the hot tub. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll do that pro bono. You know, for the uh, for Savage Town. Uh, I think I'm gonna buy a. Net. I think I'm gonna actually buy a net from Amazon so I can clean the pool. And hot tub on my own because they're they're doing it once a week. Once a week is not enough in the summer. You got to come at least twice a week. I mean, they cut the lawn twice a week. Yeah, they need to pu- they need to clean the pool twice a week. They cut the lawn twice a week. They cut it twice a week. Or leaf blow. The Mexicans come twice a week. That's that's too much. I agree. A lot of noise pollution going on here too. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Dr. Margaret does not like that. She's not a fan of the noise pollution? Well, she's currently in New York, but she has complained to me multiple times. They do not need to be coming twice a week, and she's like, they need to rake. She's not fans of the blowers because you know, she's very environmentally friendly. I think I heard that they made uh, gas leaf blowers illegal in Los Angeles. So now you have to use, like, electric ones. Well, I think Philippe or whoever his name is out there. Philippe. He's uh, making up fucking Latin names. Philippe. Felipe, Philippe, whatever. He is, uh, I'm pretty sure he's using a gas one. Okay. I think it's a new rule, so maybe he's he was grandfathered in. Okay. Because he's a 27-year-old grandfather. <laughs> Philippe! <laughs> I mean, I appreciate them taking care of the lawn, but let's, let's tidy up the pool a little, guys. Okay. The, the pool and the hot and tub. Let's make sure that hot tub's heated. It's heated, though. I don't come over here to get a, a warm tub. I'm here for a hot tub. Yeah, that was really disappointing. That was really disappointing the other day. Yeah. By the way, I think your girlfriend's friend hated me. Nah, I don't think she. I don't think she had a strong feeling either way. Okay. You're in my head a little, Prano, though. You're in my head. What about your fuckboy now? All this fuckboy stuff. <laughs> You're in my head. We'll get to that the later. The other day we were talking about you having a you starting a fuckboy clothing line. There's rumors that I'm going to start doing fuckboy videos. <laughs> like, fuckboy's guide how to date. Fuckboy's guide how to the dance. fuckboy cooking show. Here's the fuckboy scramble. Yeah. What do you think? Sure. Thust. Yeah. Content is king. Now, right? is, now is it spelled, the boy in fuckboys is spelled B-O-I or B-O-Y? Because I've seen both versions a lot. Seems like it's B-O-I. 
Yeah. Fuck boy. Boy. <laughs> like big boy. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I gotcha. We got lots of sports to cover tonight, man. Well, let's get to it. Let's start. Where do you want to start? You want to start with NBA, big NBA news. Obviously, Major League Baseball, all-star game. I'd prefer to start there. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's do it. What do you think? Well, you, you prefer to start where? You said two different things. You said NBA trade news and all-star baseball. You want to start with the you want to start with baseball? I was thinking baseball. Well, if we start with baseball, we gotta start with the big baseball news. Manny Machado has been traded from the Baltimore Orioles to the Los Angeles Dodgers for five prospects. Yeah. That's pretty massive news. It's a big deal. Did you see him on the red carpet, the all-star game red carpet yesterday? I I did not. He was wearing a light gray double-breasted suit, no no shirt underneath. Short pants like he was in a flood, no socks, white boat shoes. I'm not saying you suspect, but I'm saying you suspect. <laughs> Why was there a red carpet is my question. I don't know. Apparently, there's an all-star game red carpet. It's out of control, dude. Did you see... Did you watch the all-star game? Did you watch the pre-show? I did. I watched, the, I watched almost the entirety of the, the event. Pre-show, most of the game. Dude, we got to get this military shit out of our fucking sports, man. I agree. Dear God. You know, my tweet went gangbusters, and pretty much most people agreed with me. It's like, guys... It's fucking fake patriotism. There's no other way to put it. I agree with you. Dear God. I mean, I'm just again, I'm happy. I feel like I've I feel like I'm watching a small bird fly out of the nest at this point. You're calling like like uh, fake wars and like nonsensical wars. Like I feel like we're less than a year removed of you telling me that I would like I should move. Like move out of this country. No, no, see You don't like it? Go somewhere else. I still love this country. I am like your typical love me some fucking America. But I've always been critical of that shit just because I have family. Right. And it's like, dude, I see what happens. And I see, you know, I, I know what my brother gets for serving in combat for a year for the rest of his life. I know what some of these other guys make as their compensation for literally risking their life. I mean... It's it's just not to make this political off the bat, but it's just it's such a broken system, and people want to argue. I don't I don't have a problem, by the way, with honoring the uh, the Medal of Honor people. But let's not only honor them on the field. Let's honor them off the ceremony by taking care. Well, of them. Also, let's just not honor them on the field. Why? Yeah, what does that What does that have to do with anything? Good point. I don't I don't see the I don't see the connection to baseball whatsoever. There's a lot going on. There's a red carpet. Manny Machado's getting traded. The, there's the all-star game. We have to have the... When, when you have an all-star game, you have to have the... Everybody on the roster has to get, get announced. The managers have to get announced. The coaching staffs have to get announced. Like, what do, now, I need, now I need the Medal of Honor people? Yeah. Why? It's ridiculous. I just, so what, what does one have to do with the other? I don't know. It's 25 fucking minute ceremony. And here's the opening lineups for the Pro Bowl, followed by the top 25 performers in the script spelling bee. And it was also. What do these things have to do with each other? And also, they had kids running on the field with them. 
like it, it, it's, it's like a, a fucking totem pole. Can we just all do it at once? Can I have all of the veterans holding a kid with cancer who's holding a kid with AIDS? Can I? Can we just get it out? Do I have to have the pregame military one? Followed by the seventh inning stand up for cancer. Now we're gonna stand root 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 against cancer. If cancer wins, it's a shame. Buy me chemotherapy and cracker jacks. Stand up to cancer or never come back. Cause it's fucking cancer is like why? I can't anytime it's a Playoff game, an all-star game, or World Series, I gotta we, we have to have a moment of fucking silence for military disease. Like I'm over it. I get it. People have cancer. And other people join the military. A lot of people got probably cancer in the military. Like, let's just do this. From now on, one guy before the game who has a Medal of Honor after serving in the military who has cancer. Let's just make him the superstar. Let him hit third. Or or Let third for the American League. Or here's another idea. Just say, uh, put it on the big screen. Yesterday, Nationals Park. Major League Baseball has decided to give so and so money to some sort of veteran charity. That's how you take care of them. There it is. Not not these drawn out. We're such good people, dude. It's you know the term virtue signaling, which I love. It's all virtue signaling. It's like, look at us, potting our backs. Let's potting our backs. We're the Major League Baseball. We, I said it. I, we care. I, said, like they, I just saw another video of the kid like out there giving out the lineup card in a Major League Baseball game. He's like, oh, look, I'm a random five-year-old that's out on the Major League Baseball field giving out a lineup card. What could this be about? Oh, man, the umpire's dressed up as my dad who's been in Iraq for 50 years since we've invaded them in the early 90s. Like, what? Like, what the fuck are we doing? Stop. Can we just separate everything? Is it because of 9-11? No. But I don't really remember it to this degree pre-9-11. Let's be honest. It's just as things get, you know, look, the government figures it out. They know. They're like, oh, Yeah, but Pranos, do- think about it for a second. Pre nine eleven, we we already talked about it. this whole th- the the national anthem started with World War One, and then I mean Whitney Houston was the Desert Storm, and then fucking you know now we have the flag on the field after nine eleven. Every like, there's a like yeah, it's just every little thing that happens is another excuse for us to force nationalism down our throats. I just I'd like to know we have dirt balls from. What's important is Manny Machado is not American. Yeah. And that he was traded to the Dodgers. But real quick, real quick, <laughs> to kind of wrap that point up. We have dirtballs from all over the world that listen to this show. Yeah. Please tweet at us. I'm curious. Do they have these displays for your troops, for people with cancer, whether you're a dirtball in Australia, the UK? Are they doing like... Are they doing like, and now a moment for everybody with dental issues before like games at Wembley Stadium? <laughs> like, you know I mean? And now stand up to cavities. <laughs> and now let's all take a moment to remember everyone who had to eat cabbage for the last yeah. 50 years of their life. Like, like, like I want to know, though. Do they do this shit in your country? It's Please. important bef- before we start the third trimester of this Aussie football game to remember Kangaroos will kick you in the face. <laughs> Stand up against the ruse. So Shout Man- out to the Brisbane Lions. Manny Machado traded to the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, helps their offense a lot. Yeah. Now, the question is, 
because the Dodgers played in a game seven of the World Series last year. So the goal is rings or bust. Like you have to, you can't get any closer than playing in a game seven of the World Series. They were one game away. Is this enough? Well, it it for sure helps their team. Now, from me, the the guy who doesn't know too much about baseball, I'd say, well, you need a pitcher. Kershaw, been hurt for a lot of the season. Back, you know, questionable. Stripling was an all-star. Probably need bullpen help. Look, July 31st is the deadline. It's not over yet, but when you look at the AL and you look at Houston, the Red Sox, the Yankees, you got to think, cool, but was the problem not enough hitting? Probably not. Right. So, basically... What do you, hot take. <laughs> Andy Ruther, hot take. I'm saying probably not. Probably not. What do you, what do you, what do you want from me, dude? I don't know. All I, you, all, just said, you just gave 10 minutes on the Medal of Honor, so <laughs> maybe something on potentially one of the top six players in baseball well, getting I think, I think, to the Dodgers. I think you said it best, though. Yeah. You mean What, what else is there to say? They add a stud, young guy, in the middle of the infield. Certainly gives them a, a boost in the NL West. First things first, win yeah. your division. Um, Diamondbacks have been hanging around and or leading the division the entire season so far. Uh, Seager got hurt. They got Manny Machado. They didn't give up a whole lot. Is he a rental? I guess it doesn't matter to them. Uh, my take as a completely unbiased fan is probably should have gotten a reliever probably probably should get a reliever and or a starter one or the other yeah if you're going to compete with the big dogs i mean what are, what are they the bank- nl's kind of the nl's kind of like uh the nl's kind of up for grabs two super young teams in the nl east the cubs in the central or or the brewers in the central not like I don't think anybody's scared. If you're the Dodgers, you're not scared of those guys, but you've got to be scared of potentially three teams that you would play from the L if you actually make the World Series. And then we all know pitching is going to help you get get to that point. Well, so. well, that's the thing. What are they banking on? A, a ten eight like ten eight games? Almost worked last year. I was going to say last year almost worked. Very high scoring games against yeah, the Astros. Almost worked, but didn't work. Not in game seven and. The the Astros pitching staff has been outstanding so far this year. Yeah. So tough. They'll make more moves though. I they could. They they gave up five guys. They didn't give up a ton of super prospects, but they'll make more moves. Okay. They got the money. <laughs> well, I mean Oh, you're fighting sleepy. Oh, they'll make more moves. I used all my energy that first ten minutes, man. It's it's hot in here. Fucking muggy. I'm so comfortable. Like I are like, you? Yeah. Take off, take off your shoes. No, no, he's not getting it this episode. <laughs> he's not getting the, the no shoes, Andy. Take them off, Andy. Take them off, please. 
You know, there's comments every video that I, that I on YouTube that I don't wear my shoes. I know every fucking video. You well, need to start sitting Indian style like you do without your shoes on, and just start like kind of rub, just kind of rubbing your toes a little. Or I can toy with them and hide it's the like feet. S foot is that his name? Yeah, you know it. <laughs> yeah. S foot. S foot. That's the person on YouTube. Yeah. Or what if I toyed with him and went shoeless but hid my feet in the cushions? What if you what if you really toy with him and you go shoeless and you pour maple syrup on your feet the whole episode? <laughs> and have Trevor lick it off? <laughs> okay, so the All-Star game, the actual game was a good game. Yeah. Good back and forth. I missed a lot of it, but uh I saw highlights. <laughs> okay. You watched it. I watched a lot of it. Yep. What was your take? Great game. Fantastic. Went extra innings. What more can you ask for? Extra innings. And then it was like I was watching the World Series. They go to 10. And then Bregman and Springer, two Astros, go back to back off of a Dodger pitcher. I was like, ooh, it's like October all over again. And then uh, let's get to the important stuff. Josh Hader. Oh, yeah. Josh Hader. Boy, oh, boy. This poor kid. (laughs) This guy. You play in the All-Star game. Did you see? I, I think my favorite part about this was during the game, he had family members in jerseys in the stands, and they went and they, to- and they turned, turned their jerseys inside out. Well, they made them leave the like, stand area, too. I yeah. didn't know this. Yeah, yeah. They, they had to go like up into like They were like, uh, the entire internet just found out your kid is racist. You might want to get the fuck out of here. You're in D.C. This is what we call Chocolate City. Let me read you a tweet from your son in 2011 that says, I hate black people. Yeah, and not exactly in those words. And then this one that says, oh, I power. Or the one that just straight up says, I hate gay people. Yeah. Uh, The interesting thing, though, is you and I talked about this today. From a lot of the tweets and things I read, here's what happened from what they say. Somebody was sitting on this, right? And they – and – Dude, the, the butterfly effect is really, it's real. So basically, Joey Votto misses or doesn't catch, right, a foul ball, which would have ended the inning. Which then this wouldn't have leaked. The person would not have leaked this. Well, he does drop the ball. He gives up a three-run homer. To Segura. To Segura. Oh, he blew the game. Perfect time to leak all these racist and homophobic tweets. So basically, Joey Votto dropping that ball leaked this in a roundabout way. Yeah. He was 17. I feel like this was his moment, though. Like, they were probably going to leak it during this All-Star game one way or the other, right? Or what, the playoffs? What are you holding it for? How much bigger of a moment than this kid pitching in the All-Star game are you going to? Bank on the Brewers to get to the playoffs. Yeah, it's a good story though. I like that. It's like the Larry, uh, Larry Tunsil. Yeah, Laramie Tunsil. Laramie. What's the end game though from that person? Just, I mean, ruin somebody. Yeah, knowing you're the one that did it, I guess. Like I don't know. I, like I, I have a lot of mixed feelings on this. Obviously. We don't want people out there who are like tweeting things like that. That's not a good. That's not a good person. But, but it's also. But you. But, but how do you know in the first place? You just go deep into. You just go like, hey, I wonder. Like you put into search. Yeah. A random guy's name, and then 2011. 
Like, you can't just scroll all the uh, way back. Ah, that's right. I'm, I'm sure you, you have to go deep to they, look for this shit. Can't they just type in, like, his name and then the N-word into the search, and then that comes up? No. Sure, but Joe, then Joe's but that, right. that's just one of them, right? But, yeah. but, but there's, there's limits, too. Joe's right. I think Twitter only goes back 1,500 tweets. Right. Depending on how many tweets he's fired off. And look, I'm not defending this kid. Yeah. He, the shit that he wrote was ridiculous. You know, I know he was talking about some of these things are rap lyrics. Sure. I believe that. I believe that. But some of that shit is just straight hateful too. But also, you know, this, this going back and it's, it's complicated because like, how are you so dumb? Like I almost give him. A pass because the answer to my questions are, well, he's a fucking idiot is the answer. But, like, how are you a major league ball player and you don't wipe your shit? How is your manager or your agent not wipe your shit? How does, you know, like, when you when you got drafted, when you were verified, when you're making it to the big leagues, when you're getting selected an all-star, how do you not Just delete think, all like, your tweets. Just delete all your tweets. Or is there an app for this? It just cleans? Yes, there is. Uh, yes, there is. It's I can tell you exactly what it is. Man, I thought I was on to something. <laughs> no, there is. There's an app for it. It is called Tweet Delete. TweetDelete.net. You can delete your you tweets. Just call it, Oops, I used to be a racist. You can you can delete tweets before last week, before three months ago, before six months ago, before a year ago. You can set it up to automatically delete so tweets. So if I went in to my personal Twitter profile, I could delete anything from like 2011 to 2015. Yeah. Okay. It's good to know. Yeah. I've I've often thought about why why don't I just why are why have any tweets? What is the benefit of your Twitter a week after? Only negative. It only has a negative life. You're saying the life of Twitter, nothing positive comes out of it. Like, maybe you know, like an Andy Ruther type is like, hey, remember that tweet you wrote six months ago? I'll retweet it on this, and a bunch of people like think it's funny. But other than that, like for the yeah. majority of thing, it's negative. Again, I'm not defending this kid. He wrote stupid shit, but I'm gonna say this: age is a number. The idea that this is. Super bad because he was 17 years old, but not that bad because Dante DiVincenzo was 15 or 14. It's nonsense. Where the fuck is this kid from? Josh. Bumfuck, Bumfuckville? He, he was born in Maryland. Okay. Millersville. I don't know where he grew up. Yeah. So he's. I'm, but, I mean, by looking at him, come on. Yeah. You know. Uh, he's dumb. Well, he's, is the answer. He's fine because Major League Baseball has required him to take. This is what I love of all this. They've required him to take sensitivity training. I hate this shit. I fucking hate this shit. Oh yeah, sensitivity training. He's, he just uh, got sensitivity trained. Exactly. People just found out about his shit, and now he has to go into his locker room with Lorenzo Cain and fucking a bunch of Latino dudes. Who are like, yo, bro, so what's the deal? You a fucking racist piece of shit? And he's like, nah, guys, I was young and dumb. And like, I am not smart. Look at my haircut. (laughs) 
I've never been smart. I certainly wasn't smart at 17. And they're like, all right, it's cool. Keep getting out lefties. And he's like, you got it, pal. It's the same shit Starbucks made all their employees do. Sensitivity training. If you need to be trained not to just say, I hate gay people, then maybe you shouldn't be working. Yeah, that's not really a training thing. Eh, maybe, maybe you just have some issues. Maybe you're just a hateful, spiteful person. Oh, well, you know, I used to hate gay people. Then I took an hour class. I'm, more, I'm much more sensitive now. I'm much more sensitive to I, those I, uh, I realized gays. that before I was not sensitive, and now I'm sensitive. I've been trained. You I want, want my you, sensitivity. You want to really train someone's sensitivity? He's got issues with gay or black people. Say, you got to live with a gay dude for the next six months. And have sex with him. Yes. I love that idea, actually. I mean... But but it's where do you learn and grow as a person from ignorant things you've done when you when you legitimately hang around people? Yeah, which is why not taking a goddamn sensitivity training. Which course. is why he's probably having played in the major leagues now, six years, five yeah. years. He's probably like, oh yeah, I know all kinds of people. I mean, he's a f- but again, he's stupid. Like, dude, you should have deleted it a long time ago. Well, now that we're Shitting on some people. I, we got to toss in Rob Manfred in this whole thing. Sure. Why? What did he do? Dude, this, th- his comments about Mike Trout are unbelievable. Did he say Mike Trout was a trash bag for, because he's from South Jersey and roots to the Eagles? Uh, close. Oh, okay. But, you know, he was critical. I'm of, a big Mike Trout fan, so it would be awful if somebody said that about him. This is what Rob Manfred told USA Today. He's critical of it that he's not promoting himself enough. He said, Mike has made decisions on what he wants to do, doesn't want to do, how he wants to spend his free time or not spend his free time. Manfred said, he went on to continue, I think we could help him make his brand very big, but he has to make a decision to engage. It takes time and effort. Bro, you're shitting in a backhanded way on the best player in the game. Yeah. Because he's not spending enough time promoting himself. And you know what? Maybe he's spending his time hitting. In a batting cage or working out. That's why he's awesome. Rob Manfred needs sensitivity training. Yeah. Write that down, Trevor. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. It, but isn't it kind of bizarre? Like taking these digs at the best player in the league who's been the best player for years now. Yeah. Yeah, it's stupid. It's just, look, not everybody is. Wants to be a marquee guy. Not, you know, Bryce Harper is exactly what this guy's begging for Mike Trout to be. Hitting the home run derby. Put an American flag bandana on. Wear an American flag G-string under your pants. Wear American flag socks and use an American flag bat. Make sure everybody knows you love baseball and you love America. And Bryce Harper's hitting 215. And Mike Trout... Hitting fucking everything. Mike Trout is the best. Bryce Harper arguably shouldn't be in the All Star game. Name a time. I thought about this. Name a time in any sports league where the commissioner has ever said anything close to this on the best player in the league saying, You're not marketing yourself enough. I mean, it's unheard of. Yeah. 
He but is you, marketing himself enough. He's marketing himself by being really, really good. By being the best player. Yeah. And who doesn't know about Mike Trout? <laughs> yeah, that'd be great if there was. Like, I love baseball. You know Mike Trout? Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> like, like who? Who's this guy who follows Major League Baseball and doesn't know about Mike Trout? It's uh, it's like it's like Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Mike Trout Awareness What's Month. What's breast cancer? Never heard of it. Unbelievable. What are breasts? We should have Mike Trout Awareness Month where everybody just wears like green gloves or something like that. Green shoes, trout colored shoes. Mike Trout Awareness Month. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's unbelievable, dude. But that doesn't surprise me because Manfred's a uh, he's a Bud Selig dis- disciple, right? Yeah, exactly. So it comes from the fucking idiot tree. Did you think that Bryce Harper cheated on the home run derby? Now we, no, we watched it here. No, I didn't. Oh, everyone was freaking out because he. I saw it happen. He said, "Pick up the pace." He told his dad to pick up the pace. Also. We went to the Home Run Derby two years ago in San Diego. Too much downtime. And Giancarlo Stanton, that's the reason he won. Yeah. He had pitchers throwing the ball faster. Now, is there some sort of rule that the ball has to land before you can in? Yeah, there is. Okay. Technically. Guess what? Who gives a shit? It's a Home Run Derby. What the fuck are we talking about? Who's complaining here? Cubs Cubs fans. fans. Do they get some sort of fucking... is, Is there... Do Cubs fans benefit at all from Kyle Schwarber winning the home run derby? Does bragging rights? <laughs> is it, who won last year? Aaron Judge. Did you know that? Or did you know that when Trevor oh, said it? I just learned that from Trevor. Yeah, exactly. No one gives a shit. I can go back as far. First of all, I didn't know Aaron Judge won last year. I know John Carlos Stanton won two years ago because I was there. I don't know who won before that. I don't know one who before that. I don't. I, the the last person I know who actually won was Cespedes in New York. I knew Todd Frazier won the year before Stanton because Cincinnati. And he was in. It was in Cincinnati. That's the only reason I know. No one cares. Here's a question for you. Do you remember the great Ken Griffey hitting in Camden Yards and yes. he hit the uh, hit the warehouse? Yes. Did he win? I think he did. Can you say for sure? No, but I'm pretty sure he did. Okay, I have no fucking idea. And then I remember, I remember three rivers. Who? Yeah. Care, yeah. Who won that one? I don't know, but I remember some. Remember? Yeah. Frank Thomas Frank, was hitting I was on the upper Frank deck. Frank Thomas. Yeah. I think Barry maybe McGuire won or Bonds. McGuire. Who knows? Who cares? Yeah. You actually don't have any bragging rights. Yeah. I won the 1996 Home Run Derby. Cool story, bro. Sure. That and a fucking $2 will get you on the subway. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, yeah you're care. right. You're right. I'm not going to disagree with you there. Cubs fans, shut the fuck up. Well, I need to go to a Dodgers game. Now that they got Machado and I haven't been to a game in a couple months. I'm going to pull out my SeatGeek app. Pull it out, bro. Pull that thing out. Peruse the app for tickets. I love SeatGeek because they save you time and money, Joe Prano, because you can search multiple. They search multiple ticket sites to compare prices and amazing deals. Plus, every purchase on SeatGeek is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets with confidence. They have it all. (laughs) Sports. Comedy, concerts, concerts, 
We, we should we should look on SeatGeek for the. You're not gonna believe who I was looking. You're gonna laugh. I'm, you know I'm big into soul right now. I was looking at uh, tickets for the Temptations. What? Are the Temptations alive? They're alive. And uh, they're performing somewhere in LA in September. Okay. I was look. I was looking for tickets and I found them on SeatGeek. Uh, don't go to that. Okay. <laughs> I might take a might take a Bumble date. What do you think? Go for it. Fuckboy date to the Temptations. <laughs> See, that's a classic fuckboy date. You're like, hey, I want to take you a old soul concert. And she's like, this guy likes me. And you're like, I'm never talking to you again. <laughs> you got fuckboyed. Well, best of all, all the dirt balls get. You t- got Ruthie. <laughs> they got they get twenty dollars off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Okay, let's move on to the NBA, Joe. Let's do it. Big news today. Kawhi Leonard is headed to Canada. Oh, Canada. Our home and native land. It's pretty good. Yeah, thanks. I wonder how often they make the, their fans stand for the national anthem. They, probably never. I bet the Canadians are like, they probably have like Moose Awareness Month. Like the amount like, of people, Sorry, could you stand? I mean, I don't want to, but if you don't mind, you know, there were, there's, we'll give you syrup, you know, stand or don't. <laughs> we don't care. Salmon? Fresh salmon? Yes. Trevor, you know you have a microphone, right? <laughs> <laughs> they do it during the cup. <laughs> they do it during the Stanley have, Cup yeah, finals. I've seen videos of like where the crowd joins in, and that's like yeah. the big thing. Well, they always do the national anthem for sure. Yeah, and then they do the Canadian national anthem too. No, but I'm saying before every anytime you play a Canadian team, they do the national anthem. I'm saying like, are they doing stand up to moose awareness or whatever the fuck shit? <laughs> stand up. Stand up to Mounties. Yeah, like I don't know what kind of awareness they have. Uh, we're going to talk about all oh, the Mounties about who've uh, <laughs> gotten injured there <laughs> out on the plains. So uh, stand up for about 30 or 40 seconds or whatever. I love that. How about you stand up or don't? <laughs> very, very nice people. Canadians are lovely people. Yeah. Love me some Canadians. Uh, f- he, uh, this one's in honor of Hank. He lost his hat out there on the planes last week. <laughs> Couldn't find it for about uh, two hours. Well, Kawhi is headed to Toronto, and the Spurs are going to get DeMar DeRozan, and uh, also Jeff Green is going, not Jeff Green, uh, sorry, Danny. Danny Green's Danny, coming from the Spurs. Danny Green is going to the Raptors as well, and there's also a protected pick involved. Right. I don't fully understand that, by the way. Can you explain that to me? Protected pick? Yeah. Means uh, that you can say the pick is, you, they only get the pick if it's below a certain level. So the pick can be top one protected, top five protected, top ten protected. And then if it is, if it's better than that, they don't get it. Okay. What do you think of this? I mean, it's. Well. DeMar DeRozan needs to learn how to shoot at three, first of all. Yes. Facts. Um, I think that the Spurs didn't get as much for Kawhi Leonard as they, and uh, honestly, certainly Kawhi Leonard and Green as they could have from probably a Western Conference team, probably the Lakers, uh, but certainly a lot of teams. And it seems like they took a worse deal to not send them to the West. Certainly not to send him to the Lakers, and maybe to not 
send him somewhere he wanted to go? Was this sort of a fuck you deal? I think it was. But I mean, come on. You want the you want the beaches of Southern California? You get the Canadian cold. That's a yeah. big fuck you. Yeah. You want a Kendrick Lamar? Ha! You get Drake, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, I mean, like where where is there a bigger disparity of weather? I mean, there's some, like OKC. Yeah. But Canada, uh, but you were saying Toronto's a lovely city from what we've heard. I've been to Toronto. Oh, I've never been. Yeah, it is Toronto's great. Toronto's a very cosmopolitan city. It's like a it's almost like a mini New York. I loved it. Um, I had a fantastic time in Toronto. A lot of people like it. I think Toronto's counting on the fact that maybe they could. I can't figure out if, if the Raptors are set are thinking that they'll be able to re-sign him because everybody ends up loving Toronto, or are they going to move him now? Do you think there's any potential that the Raptors turn around and move him because the Lakers were unwilling to move him to a West team, and so they got a good deal, and now they can move him? I know that there's rules about how long it would be before they can move him or something like that, but do you think there's any potential to that? I don't know. I'm just thinking what they would want from the Lakers in return. With the same pieces that the Lakers like like what are the what are the Lakers willing to give up? Ingram, Kuzma, like like who are the guys on the table here? I have no idea. Lonzo Ball. I heard it wasn't Kuzma. That was the main thing with the Spurs cuz the Spurs wanted Kuzma and the Lakers like absolutely not. Do the Ra- I feel like Toronto's in a pretty good position here get- though. Are they? Are they're a better. T- do we say they're a better team though? Toronto, for yeah, sure, right? Absolutely. Yeah, they just got Danny Green and Kawhi Leonard, and they're absolutely a better team. And in a way, I guess they're a better team one way or the other. Let's say they're really great this year. They were the one seed last year. They get even better because they got Kawhi Leonard, and they're a contender. And if they don't win, and Kawhi leaves, they go from being contender to rebuild overnight. Yeah. And De- DeRozan was sitting out games. It's like it just seems like it's a win-win for everybody. Everybody got rid of a player. It's kind of being a bitch for them. Well, this is a new situation though, Prano for the Spurs. Let's be honest. We haven't seen I and mean, we haven't seen this since but David Robinson got hurt and they got the number 1 pick and they had to draft Tim Duncan. And instantly they were good again, like we've talked about. It's been that long. They're in full rebuild mode. But do you trade for DeMar DeRozan if you're in full rebuild? I mean, they certainly got worse. Yeah. But they had to because the guy, Kawhi Leonard, didn't want to play for them. Yeah. But I don't know. My thing is like... I'm um, I'm also like, uh, I'm going to bet the over on Spurs wins next year because Pop's probably going to be like, yeah, we're going to win 60 games. Fuck you. Because there is that shooting coach, Chip Elliott, for the Spurs. <laughs> yeah. He's going to be yeah. the guy. He's going to turn Skip. to <coughs> Skippy. Trevor clearly listened to the episode yeah. where we went in depth about him a couple episodes ago. His real ago. name's Chip Elliott. I know you call him Skip, but his yeah, real name's yeah, Chip but, Elliott. Yeah, but let's be honest. Hold on. Let's air this out. Did you listen to that episode? I was here for that episode. 
Yeah, Trevor was here. You were? Yeah, yeah. He really enjoyed me calling him Skippy before Googling his name was actually Chip. This shows how much I know. I didn't even know Trevor was here. I know. You always get on Trevor. You're like, Trevor's not even here. He didn't even do shit. I'm like, he actually was there for that. <laughs> he was there for that conversation. I wasn't how getting on him. I asked him a question. If he, if he fucking Then you accuse him of not listening or being here for a conversation that he was here for I said, and participated I said, did you listen to the episode? And he was like, yeah, I did. I was here. You, you got, when you recorded it. You acted like I just fucking took a lead pipe to his head, Prano. I'm just saying, take it easy on Trevor. Ah, back to this, huh? <laughs> We're back to this. <laughs> I see what we're doing. Well, Trevor's, Trevor. Trevor's about to get the Kawhi Leonard treatment. He's about to get traded to my basketball team. And then suddenly, <laughs> oh, shit. Well... I don't know about that. I do know that I'm going to uh, Float Lab tomorrow. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Float Lab's back. I've never done a morning sesh. Wow. 11 a.m. I'll be curious to hear to see if I can hear the Venice crazies. Where is the Float Lab, like physically? If you, okay, if you walk down the boardwalk, um, it's, uh, it's, it's actually not that far from you. It's inside. You know how, the, you know how sometimes if, if, I'm heading, uh, if I'm heading north... Where is it? <laughs> I, I'm trying to describe it. I'm trying to fucking describe it. Give me it. a landmark, bro. That's what I'm getting. At. You know, if like you're heading north, it's there's like a, a thing of shops. There's an ice cream shop there. Is that past where the Ben and Jerry's? It's past that. You, is it? Where's the Snapchat thing? The spectacles? What's it called? Yeah, I think it's a little past that. Okay, it's past the Blue House. Yeah, I forget. It's before. I forget. I don't know. It's on the boardwalk? If you basically go in through one of those shops, you got to go back a little bit, though. Does that make any sense? That's why I was trying to describe it. Sure. It's not like right on the boardwalk. What's it called, Andy? What? What's it called? It's called Float Lab. That's what it's called? That's the the location? That's the name of the company. Okay. It's on, it'll say Oceanfront Walk, but just put in Float Lab Venice. Yep. See what I'm saying? It's like a little... It's not exactly on the board. It's right past the Freak Show. Yeah, it's right past the Freak Show, the former Freak Show. It's not to the Blue House. It's right before Spectacles. Gotcha. I see it. It's right before Spectacles? Yeah. Jesus, I've been there three times. (laughs) I don't even know. I go at night, though. It's right by where we play volleyball a little bit. Yeah. Wavecrest? Close. Kind of. Don't think I forgot about you, Prano. I'm going to get you a flow lab one of these times. (laughs) I'm good. Are you? Now I'm looking at pictures of Float Lab. <laughs> you haven't gone in there? No. Yeah, man, check it out. You should, you should, you should come in with me. Maybe we'll, we'll give a two for one inside. That looks like some fucking. Looks like a medical marijuana place, like a leather couch. Is are there fucking girls who think they're signing up for porn, getting fucked on the couch? I don't know. I've only gone at night. Uh, you get two to five thousand dollars for. Is I, that like they put? They just put you inside a freezer. Basically, there's two freezers in there. I imagine it looks like a saw scene. <laughs> like you walk in, it's all dark. It doesn't. It looks. This <laughs> is like you're walking in an ice cream shop, and they're like, "Get in the freezer." <laughs> <laughs> That's what it basically is. It's like you're going into a Seven Eleven. You got to leave your shoes off in the in the lobby area. You got to be like all clean, and then you have to shower. You know, you got to be fully nude. It sounds like a uh, place where you get a hand job. Like, go in, take your shoes off, get showered down, put this towel around you, and then this Asian woman will come in and jerk you off. That would be a good day, actually. Float Lab, then a happy ending. Before I forget, before we move on uh, to another story, 
I gotta give a birthday shout out. Oh, whose birthday? Is Long it? time dirtball, Ben Bailey, Big Cat Bailey. Happy belated birthday, my friend. Cat. <laughs> Is that a new sound effect? The big cat. Ben Bailey, longtime dirtball. Happy birthday, my friends. Named after the great Andres Galarraga, the big cat. That's right. His girlfriend, I should, um, excuse me, fiance. Ooh. You got a good fiance. Said it would make his day if we wished him a happy birthday. Oh, really? She sent you a message? Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Shout out to the girlfriend. Reaching right? out to the Dirty Sports Podcast, getting her big cat a birthday. <laughs> a birthday. A happy birthday from the Dirty Sports crew. I like it. So much love. Uh, happy birthday, Ben. To Ben, and, and shout out to your girlfriend, Stephanie. Or yeah. Again, fiance, sorry. for yep. uh, Take care of your lady tonight. Yeah. Sharpen those claws, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've been drinking all day. Where have you been drinking today? Mm. Well, I was down in Dondo, hanging out with our boy Chris Wilde. Redondo. Yeah. What were you guys doing? Uh, doing, doing. Oh, yeah. Doing a secret project. The, the thing you told me about. Yeah. Gotcha. Can't, can't talk about it. I got Can't gotcha. talk about it too much. My boy Chris Wilde, legend. My spirit animal. Honestly, my hero in life, Chris Wilde. Love that guy. We got to get him back on here for an NBA preview next year. Love him. And uh, then came back, met my brother John, who now has two boats. John has, John is the owner of two boats in the marina. He has no money. He has two boats. How is that possible? He has a sailboat and a fucking speedboat. Talk about all. Talk about your all-time fucking sketch balls. This guy is acquiring boats. Today, he was like, you got to come down to the marina, dude. You got to come down. I'm like, what's up? He's like, my boats have parking spots next to each other now. He's like, I got two slips next to each other. Took some rearranging, took some greasing of some people, but now they're right next to each other. Where, is he, where are the boats at in the marina? <laughs> right by uh, where Chart House is. Okay. So he's also now the member, a member of the Pacific Mariners Club. It's a yacht club in the marina. <laughs> He's definitely the only guy who's jerked off on a turtle in that club. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like if they, I just love Hopefully it. no members of the club listen to this show. I was going to say, when you think of yacht club, you think of like the most. But it's actually a really sketchy, like low key, like low. Like, so it's not like yuppie type of people. No, you go in. There's a bar that you can use 24 hours a day. Jesus. There is no bartender, though. You just put your own drinks in. And there's prices on there's price on all the bottles like was it like a merit system? Yeah. But there's cameras, so they'll know. But you put you put it in and there's like it's like two dollar Miller lights. So I started drinking with him. Then I went over to Roosterfish, our local gay bar. And uh But is it a gay bar? It used, it used to, be- to be a gay bar. I've told the story many times. It's the first bar I ever went to in Los Angeles. And I walked in after being after driving out here from New York, got in super late, tried to get pizza on Abikini. Pizza was closed. Was like, oh, let's hit a bar. Maybe they have food. Walked in, and my buddy was like, I think this is a gay bar. And I was like, nah, dude, this is how people in L.A. dress. <laughs> That's goes, no, this is a gay bar. And I was like, nah, pretty sure. And then when I realized there was only pictures, like shirtless pictures like that of guys behind the bar, like fucking rowing and shit, I was like, oh, this might be a gay bar. But it has since become a everybody bar. But it's still gay friendly. You go into the bathroom. There's photographs of dudes with their dicks out on the the roof of the uh, the ceiling of the bathroom. So you look up. You're taking a shit, and you see 
Dick. Yeah, straight up. Lots of dicks. Hundreds of dicks. Well, it looks like I found a new spot. Yeah. So then I was drinking margaritas and some beers over there. And then I came over here and I started smashing some Modellos. I mean, I maybe had, I'm, I'm not, it's not like I've been going crazy. I've maybe had 15 drinks today. I don't know. Give or take. I'd be dead. <laughs> Literally, if I had 15 drinks, I'd be dead. Well, I'm drinking in honor of our boy Big Cat. That's fucking amazing right now. (laughs) Trevor, now that's one of those things you mark down so I know how to grab. (laughs) That's a total What's a total GIF? GIF, GIF, I don't fucking know what it is. Well, the G stands for graphics, so anybody who says GIF should... Jill themselves. Can we talk about this Virginia man who called the cops because of a hard foul in a pickup yeah, game at LA Fitness? I, by the way, I watched. I watched the what's it called? I watched the police body cam. Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah, I watched it today. Is the picture of the guy standing there? Is he the one that called the cops? No, he's the one that set had the, the hard foul. Yeah, who called the cops? Some fucking cheddar dick white guy. Yeah, where he was wearing like a swoosh life shirt or some shit. So these guys know each other. This is at, this about this is at an LA Fitness uh, in Sterling, Virginia. I watched again the bo- I watched the whole thing. It's like five minutes today. I watched the whole thing. The cops basically like, dude, what's going on here? This is a, this is a pickup basketball game. And the guy's like, well, he set a really hard screen and then he elbowed me and. Uh, they're arguing and and he was like attempting to press charges. No, but then he backed down. And that's what the cop the cop goes, "If you call me here, I need to know what happened and are you trying to press charges?" No, I don't want to press charges. He kept saying because then there'll be a retaliation on me. And the cop goes, "Well, I don't know. This was a basketball game. I don't know what you want me to do." Basically. And then the LA Fitness manager's there and he and the cop is saying something. The cop, he's like, well, you can't kick him out. And the cop goes, I don't own this place. This isn't my responsibility. Yeah. This is the thing that happens. This is in Virginia? Yeah. The well, cop, shout out to the police in Virginia for being fucking reasonable. The cop actually handled it pretty well, I thought. And he's like, look, I, I'm here to press you. Go, you go two more states south, they'd be like, who fouled you? That black guy. Kill him. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we shot him. Now what happens? <laughs> Fuck. Were these body cams on? So then... He keeps God whining. Damn it! He keeps. I'm about to get suspended with pay, aren't I? <laughs> he keeps whining to the cop, and the cop goes, "Look, dude, this is up to them. This is up to LA Fitness how they want to handle it." And then the manager goes, "Well, I think you guys should just both leave today. Like this is drama. I don't right. want to deal with this. Both leave." The manager goes, "You be there. You both stay. You both leave. I think it'd be better if you both left." And. uh the black dude was cool with it. He's like, yeah, whatever. I, I get it. He's like, honestly, the cops came and didn't shoot me. I'm going to call to win. See you <laughs> niggas tomorrow. Now, the white guy got mad, though. He's like, why do I got to leave? Because you're a punk-ass bitch. Yeah, and the L.A. Fitness guy was like, well, you're both leaving. I'm trying to be fair. You both have different sides of the story. Yeah. And I Your think- side is your little bitch. His side is your little bitch. Dude, what kind of world do we live in? What happened to the good old days where you just fought somebody on the basketball court? If you think a guy fucking took a cheap shot at you, punch him in the face. I've said it many times. 
I would say at least 60% of the fights that I've been in in my life have occurred on a basketball court when I felt like somebody was trying to hurt me. Dude. And let's fucking go. You talk about the pussification of America. You called the cops because of a screen or an elbow or whatever it was in a basketball game. I'm not saying I, I don't. L.A. Fitness. If you think this dude hurt, tried to hurt you, Punch then him. fuck him up. Yeah. Yeah. And then let him call the cops. And then you could be like, here's what happened. This dude fucking assaulted me during the course of a basketball game. He went out of his way to try to hurt me. So I punch him in the fucking face. And if he calls the cops, be like, I'm glad he called you. I was thinking about calling you, but I was like, who calls somebody over a hard foul? So instead, I punched him in the face, and then he called you. I, I, I just, I don't know what to say, man. Like, th- this is where we're at. This, I mean. This is where we're at as a society. World Cup just ended, man. This is, this is what happens. Yeah. Calling the fucking cops on a goddamn pickup game. Yeah. It's like that woman, it's like that crazy woman who called the cops, that heckler woman at the hostel show. I mean, it's somewhat similar. Saying I assaulted her because I told her to get out of the room. You can't just call the cops for random shit. Well, I mean, I mean, now they're calling the cops on the kids selling lemonade and shit like that. Like, everybody calls the cops. It's a fucking police state. I blame Giuliani personally. Fucking the white people got to get it under control, Brown. Because it's, yeah. it's the white people calling the cops. Never call the cops. That's the rule. Never call the cops because cops are some fucking scumbag motherfuckers. Well, I'm not gonna say they're all scumbags. I'm gonna disagree with you there. Okay, that's not true. There's bad apples in, in every what, field. I mean, who are you? That that's what you're like. That yeah, that's what I want to do, man. I want to go giving fucking speeding tickets, and breaking up fights at L.A. Fitness. No, because I I, th- I think people get in. Look, dude, again, it depends on the person. You, I'm not going to – I am going to disagree with you there. I'm not okay. going to classify all cops as Look, bad people. If you're, if, you deci- if, you're like, if you're like, hey, man, I want to be a fucking detective, you know, I want to like – I want to like break up fucking, you know, organized crime shit and I want to, you know, take down drug syndicates. Okay. But if you're just trying – if you're just going into the police academy – who are you? Maybe you just want to protect. Protect what? Protect who? This is a fuck. What do you mean protect who? Be a fucking fireman. Grow a real set. The balls on you over here. To diss all police officers. This fucking like, hey, let's ride around and fucking pull over people who are making right turns without signals. You know what you are? You're the fun police. Well, Joe, I... We agree there. I'm not a big fan Remember of... Remember when you got pulled over by the guy for biking on the boardwalk? What was that guy's life about? Look, again, we agree there, but we also need police officers when in areas where we live where, like, we know somebody just got murdered a month ago and we heard it. Yeah. That's where the cops come in, bro. They were there to what? Mark the body? I don't know how Dude, that I went. call the cops all the time in my fucking neighborhood when... Nonsensical homeless shit is going on. They don't even fucking come. Cops love to come for some shit that we don't need them for, and they like to fucking disappear when we do need them. But again, you're you're generalizing. Uh, yes, on all of my many experiences with cops, yeah, I am. 
It's like I always say, you know who the worst people in the world are? Literally the worst. I like the bottom of the barrel, below Chase Utley, the, the dregs of society. Who is going, hi, I am here to interview to be a meter maid. I thought, what if I, every day I could get up at 6 a.m. and 6.30 I could start shitting people's oatmeal, just ruining your fucking morning. Who are you? Who are you? Like, if you're just, if you just go, I just want, I know two people who became New York City policemen. One of them was kicked out of CW Post for being on cocaine. <laughs> and one of them tried to go to the army and then, like, punched the dude in the fucking face or something like that and then joined the police force. Like, you want to have to, like, get into, like, it's usually people who, like, have a complex where they want to be authoritative over people. It can be, but I also know some some good dudes who became cops. Yeah, some great, yeah. It's a fun but that's game. my point. It's like saying comics. We know some really shitty people who are comics. We also know a lot of people who are nice people who are comics. Yeah. I'm saying it goes both ways, dude. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to lean more toward the fucking person who wants to, like, really wants to bust balls. I want to be a ball buster. That's my thing. I like busting balls. I like fucking ruining people's day. That's me. You know what? Turns out my brother picked on me my whole life. My dad beat on me my whole life. It's my turn. I'm going to take it out on somebody else. Who do you have to be? Just think about it. Did you ever think for one second I'd love to be a police officer? No, because I don't want to get shot at. I'm a, I'm a that pu- never happens. I'm a pussy. What do you mean that never happens? That's not true. You know what the percentage of cops that have actually taken their gun out and pointed it at somebody is? I don't know. You tell me. A very, very low percentage. Ever. That even take it out and point it at somebody. Or have a gun pointed at them. Yeah. You're saying, what Minimal. are we saying? You think it's under 5%? Yes. Yes. I think there are cops that go to their fucking careers. Well, it that. also depends on where you're at. If you're a Hermosa Beach yeah, cop. But, right. Well, you got a pretty cush job. Totally. I understand. Well, Hermosa Beach, I don't know what the deal is in Hermosa Beach. I don't know if they have to, if that's LAPD. No, they have their own. Okay. It's Hermosa Beach. Right. Their but own you know PD, what? A lot of times, own, uh, uh, in, in fairness, a lot of times the Hermosa Beach PD will be LAPD guys who then they pass the LAPD fucking test and they go there. If you sign up to be a cop in a fucking inner city, you're going, okay, there's a chance I might be in the shit. But if you're just like, I'm going to be, mo- the majority of the country isn't that way. Yeah, but I would argue the majority... Basically, the in- the entire police force of South Dakota, North Dakota, Montana, Idaho, Washington, Yeah, but there's way less Oregon. cops. The argument is, if you're... If you're North Carolina, If you're a South police Carolina, officer like- in New York or L.A. or a, a major city, you are dealing with shit. I mean, Joe, how often do we hear... I mean, dude, we both follow Venice 311 on Twitter. I mean, shit goes down here all the fucking time. They're dealing with shit. You've seen some interact. You've seen some Venice police, right? And I've seen, yeah, and I've seen, I've had bad interactions myself, but I've also had good ones. I mean, yeah, the guy giving me a fucking bullshit. You just have to come from a place where, like, what, what is even going on in your brain that says this is what I want to do? This is my shit. Highway patrolmen are just as bad as tickets. Oh, People. they're even worse. Highway patrolmen are the worst. Yeah. I like fucking. Uh, hey, man. I know that I'm I'm gonna have a super pussy move here, 
but you're dri- you're you're ri- you're driving your vehicle at a speed that some random fuckbag decided it was unsafe. And so what I shall do is I shall take money from you and I will hand it to our government so that they can fucking I don't know pay for people to show up at Dodger Stadium for the All-Star game and stand out on the field and get a fucking medal. Like it's all fucking horseshit. What what the fuck do sp- why why are there fucking speed limits? the fuck does that even mean? Have you seen L.A. drivers? Yeah. They don't even obey them. We'd actually be... They prob- go under we'd, them. We'd actually probably be better off if there was no speed limit. Dude, what is your view on Police Academy? The movie. The movie? Yeah. It's pretty hilarious. And, okay. And completely and totally fabricated because all of those people have personalities unlike every other person in the world that joins an actual police academy. Man! Yeah. No chill with the if you, men if you, and women in blue. If you could do sound effects, you wouldn't join the police academy. You just have friends normally. Shots fired. Fucking uh, Hightower. He's like, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm an actually tough dude. I don't need a gun and a badge to be a tough dude. I am a tough dude. I got a high tower showing up to a fucking L.A. fitness going, oh, this dude fucking fouled you. All right. Well, is he black? That's not, that's not the cop's fault. It's the fucking guy's fault that he called the police. Well, thank God he, the guy showed up without shooting anybody. Let's be honest. I know. But again, it's the point of all this. I didn't know you were going to go on your anti-cop rant. Well, for 20 I, I look forward to six months from now when you've joined my anti-cop rant. After I've turned, after I've turned you. No, there's a lot of problems with police, like I said. But there's also a lot of problems in every field. There's, a, there's, I, I'm never gonna ever be like, oh yeah, all cops are bad. Well, you know what? I don't, th- I don't see a lot of people signing up to be surgeons because they have small dick syndrome. Really? I bet there are a lot. No. Those are people who want to save lives. That's why they go to fucking four extra years of school. Not why they drop out of fucking junior college. Did a cop rape you, Prano? What's yeah, basically. <laughs> like, I basically, feel like, a, yeah, basically. I feel like something happened here. Yeah, I bet. I've been harassed, assaulted. I I have too. Yeah, I got. I, I mean, I told the story in high school where the cop literally assaulted me. I got charged with disorderly conduct. It was a whole thing with fucking court, all that shit. I've I've dealt with, but I've also dealt with good cops, nice cops, friendly cops. And what are those guys like? Even even that night at the hostel, those cops showed up. That's not a good situation for me, dude. Two women claim I assault them. Think about that. That's that doesn't make me look good. They showed up. I explained my side of the story. They were cool. They're like, "This is ridiculous." They have a nice night. They let me go. I'm just saying, they weren't dicks. There's good. There's bad. Yeah. It's like going on a date. You have your good dates. You have your bad dates. And. You know, you have your fuck boy Fuck dates. the police. Fuck, fuck, fuck the police. Fuck them. I mean, come on, pray now. I, I'm telling you, I, I got a question. Anybody, that, that's what they decide they want to do. That you, ain't my shit. You, well, then that's just not your shit. We don't know people's motives. I know most people's motives. I I get it. I get it. So, the guy's just fucking something to prove. I like fucking people's shit up. Did you and your brother get arrested in a boat today? What happened? No, I didn't. I didn't have. I didn't have a single interaction with a cop today. None. 
It's been a long time. My Cadillac's been out of commission, so I've stopped getting pulled over for being suspicious looking. When's the last time you rode that? In the Cadillac? Yeah. I don't know. I won't. Ever since I got back from my six weeks on the road, the battery's been dead for some godforsaken reason. That thing has just been a yeah. That thing has been just an albatross of fucking problems for you. No, it is. But you know what? That's part of the. It's part of life. It's part of being a classic car owner. You're basically saying you keep you keep the classic caddy, just for all the black dudes losing their mind. Yeah. You roll that. But you know why? Because black guys always want me to sell it, and I'm like, it's not safe, man. I can't sell this to you. Next thing you know, cops will be pulling you over, beating the shit out of you, <laughs> yanking you out of there. You can't be driving. Can't be a black man driving around in a white '79 Seville. You'll be dead in a week. I used to get pulled over in New York just for driving a Cadillac and wearing a hat. Probably- I'd just be driving, and then be like, boop, boop. be like, "What do you got in here?" I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Just for. Driving a Cadillac and wearing a ball cap. Did you see uh, Darrell Rivas retired? Yes, I did. Where are we putting him at this point? I mean, he had some amazing years. Yeah, he's a whole, he's a Hall of Famer. Is he a Hall of Famer? I for think sure? he is. If you're seven-time Pro Bowl in eleven seasons, he won a ring. I mean, that enhances it. <laughs> He was a straight up. He wasn't a lockdown corner. He was a don't throw to corner. You you just didn't even throw at him. Plus in in the millennium, like uh, in the post two thousand, I mean, what did he play? He he played eleven years. Yeah. So he played two thousand seven to two thousand eighteen. Correct. Two thousand eight to or two thousand six to two thousand seventeen. I guess if he retired last year. Um, He's, the the idea that he's a, just a don't throw to corner and that he lasted eleven years in the league at corner, and he was he was basically dominant for four or five years for sure. Well, he was a seven time Pro Bowler, and then we all know corners. It's like it's a year before anybody recognizes that you're one of the the top ones. Yeah, it's the majority of his career. The last two years, he hasn't been good. Yeah. He's the only DB to take home more than $100 million in cash value since his rookie year. He's made some money, too. I mean, do I, do, I think he, do I think he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Do I think he makes it? I don't know. It's like I don't know what the, the level is anymore for football players. Like, And it's so tough because... If you're a defensive back like that, like remember the Rod Woodson, the like, oh, this is how many interceptions they have. This is how many. Rivas actually didn't have that many picks because no one ever threw the ball to him. Yeah, I think he had like 29 or some shit ever. But but so there's a trend in football now where it's all about like it's all about your your full team payroll, right? So what you do is instead of having like two really good corners and you're paying them both like like say seven or eight million dollars a year you pay you can strategize you go we're gonna pay this dude i mean in in 11 years you made over a hundred million dollars so you're gonna pay a guy over 10 million dollars 
consider his rookie deal. You're going to pay a guy over $15 million to lock down one full side of the field. Boom. This is defensive strategy. You've got that side. Now we'll worry about just playing our defense this way. We're going to have run everything over here because you've got the best wide receiver on the field over there locked down. Changes your, your fucking strategy. But you're not going to throw the ball at him at all. Back in the day, you were like, all right, we're going to throw it at Rod Woodson. He's get, I think Rod Woodson had like 100 interceptions or something like that. I remember the Jets in 2009. Revis Island. That's what I'm saying. In his prime. 2009. Like you said, it takes a year. He's, that was his third year. Him and Ocho Cinco were going back and forth. The Jets had to win that last game against the Bengals. And if they won, they were going to then replay them again in Cincinnati for the playoffs. Dude, he... And that's when Ocho Cinco was also in his prime, 2009. Yeah. He... I, I want to say Ocho Cinco had like one catch or two catches between the two games. He was a... You just didn't throw to him, like you said. Yeah. You could not throw to him. That's like... He was a... Beast. Uh, you know, I was just talking about, we were just talking about Yadier Molina on slides yesterday and, and whether or not he's a Hall of Famer. Like, a, a corner is like a catcher in that you're, you're considering what he's able to do defensively, but you're not considering, like, from a catcher standpoint, he's also handling the pitching staff. So you're considering what Darrell Rivas is able to do in terms of, like, him locking down a guy and his picks and whatever, but you're not considering that like that changes the your whole defense. Yeah. Change your whole defense. Look how good those Jets defenses were. Yeah. You're not strategizing for the best player on the other team anymore. You go, okay, cool. Cancel him out with Darrell Revis. Now let's talk about their team. In fact, he's one of the reasons Mark Sanchez got to how many? Two AFC championship games? Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean that obviously him. Can't Bart, wait. I was gonna say obviously him, Bart Scott. That whole they had they had a fucking squad, but Revis was one of the main components of that squad. I remember when they started doing those Revis Island commercials. Remember it was, it was dicks. They did those Revis Island commercials. Good for him though, man. Make that money, get out. Now he can retire to Revis Island. Yeah. He's kind of like so good that there's not really even like highlights of him because yeah. nobody like threw to him. They don't, you just they, don't throw the ball like, that There's like, like there are games that were just him and the and, and there's been, and, and there's been, uh, there's been D backs that like people, remember Namde Asma when they were like, oh, we're not going to throw the ball at him. You love to bring him up. Then he went to Philly with that bullshit contract. Yeah. And then people are like, but, but that's my point is Revis got those contracts. And was on good teams, and still no one threw to him. Sometimes when you're on a shit team, they go, oh, that guy's the good DB. Let's not throw at him, and we'll just carve them up somewhere else. And then they, you put that guy on a good team, and you're like, well, let's challenge him. Darrell Revis, I mean, we're talking about eight, nine years of 11, where he's like a lockdown corner. And then he just, hey, man, Father Time's undefeated. It's hard to run backwards against taller, faster guys. Yeah. Yeah, I looked. He only had 29 career interceptions. You're yeah. right. I mean, that's less than three a year. But it didn't matter. Damn. 
I got to talk about this Larry Fedora guy. Like all Fedoras, kind of a douche. <laughs> he is North Carolina's head coach. The Tar Heels. He looks like a douche. He really does. So he was making all the headlines today. Twitter, of course, was losing its goddamn mind. Because, uh, you know, they're doing all the, the press conferences for all the college coaches this week and last week. And so whoever's saying, because college, I feel like col- college coaches are great. Because college football coaches, you know, like, talk about a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Like, when these guys get a microphone, the Jimbo Fishers and. Because they're not as polished. Like, in the NFL, yeah. you're one of 30. You, you are required to talk to the press this much. You're required to have yeah. the phone call every week with the local radio station. Now, every once in a while, these guys are like, hey, man, what are you thinking? He's like, shit. So he just has some ignorant ass shit today. These are the quotes from Larry Fedora during the press conference. Our game is under attack. I feel that the game will be pushed back so far from what we know that we won't recognize it 10 years from now. And if it does, our country will go down too. (laughs) A lot of power. This sounds like a South Park episode, bro. Larry also started talking about how a member of the military told him the military is so great in America because so many military people members played football growing up. He add, and he also added, he doesn't, dude, this is like some, this is like talking to my dad about global warming. He added, he doesn't think it's been proven that the game of football causes CTE, but that has been put on there as a fact. It's fake, uh, it's fake yeah. news. It's been put out, I'm sorry, it's been put out there as a fact to turn a lot of people off. Why? He's like, I don't know where my conspiracy theory goes, but it's to turn people off. But then in the, sa- in the same press conference, he also said kids shouldn't be playing tackle football until middle school. Yeah. He's a douche. Um, before being hired by UNC, he was uh, getting enrolled in police academy. <laughs> That's a good fucking school, academically. Chapel what? Hill. Yeah. This guy can't be your football coach. North Carolina is a... Vi- like, that's one of the top out-of-state schools to get into. Like UNC, UVA, those are some excellent schools. But they're also like synonymous with their with the uh, massive divide between their sports and their school. academics. Yeah, like Alabama, the kids on the football team they could probably get into Alabama. Yeah, but when you talk about like North Carolina or Georgetown, you know how fucking hard it is to get into Georgetown. It's a great and school. Allen Iverson goes there like. He, he literally walks out of a jail cell after beating somebody to death in a bowling alley with a <laughs> bowling pin. Goes straight on. It's, it's, it's enrolls immediately in Psych 101. <laughs> fucking Georgetown University. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, North Carolina is a great school. And Roy Williams is like, welcome to North Carolina. We're one of the greatest schools in the country. You don't have to figure that out, though, because you don't have to go. Come to my house. We're going to have Cheetos. <laughs> Larry Fedora's coming over. Everybody gets fedoras. Make America great again. But still, I get what you're saying. Lawrence Taylor went to fucking the University of North Carolina. And <laughs> Lawrence Taylor's on crack, bro. Look, and I agree with Lawrence you. Lawrence Taylor is his most recent, like, famous story is having sex with a 16-year-old hooker. Look, I get it. I understand. 
You're right. But you, Joe, especially in 2018, you can't have the head football coach go in a press conference in front of national media and say, <laughs> and say CTE is all made up. Again, it that's a lot different and as ridiculous as it is. You know, my dad's sitting there debating with my 74-year-old dad about global warming in the back patio of the suburbs of Cincinnati. Like, my dad has awful takes, but he's also a 74-year-old dude who's not in the fucking media. Like, what are you doing, Larry Fedora? You can't be doing that. Yeah. Do you think that anything will happen to him, though? I was reading reports. This is what I'll say. If you put a gun to my head, I think without a doubt— Mark my words that he will release a statement tomorrow backtracking what he said. He has to. Dude, he was trending all day. You know what I would do if I was him just to fuck with people? Be like, I had CTE. That's why I said this shit. Yeah. He'd be like, boom. It's like Inception. You have to yeah. go deeper. I know. And he's saying some C- My I- My thing about CTE, I realize now I was wrong because of all of the CTE... That I got because during my playing days, instead of a helmet, I wore a fedora. Did you ever see the movie Concussion? No. I just kept picturing, uh, when I was reading about this story, of him seeing it and him just yelling, you know, in the middle. Fake news! Yeah. Bullshit! All bullshit! You know what I love? Do you solve the article up? Yeah. He's wearing your old sunglasses. (laughs) 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 He's wearing the old Ruther sunglasses. He is. Like, I feel like that's how you dressed on college spring break. Visor, Ruther glasses, chin strap beard, fake news. Yeah. And then my life changed because of Flag and Anthem. Yeah. I mean, literally, Flag and Anthem. I mean, look at these. Look at these. What are these called? Seersucker? That's, yeah. These, seersucker, these, seersucker shorts. These great Seersucker shorts goes great with my Dirty Sports Zeke Walk shirt. You got a Flag and Anthem hat on. And my Flag and Anthem hat. I've got some flag. This is my new, this is my hot look that I discovered. Up I like in, it. Look at this. I got the flag anthem pink, the blue shirt, the Seattle Mariners hat that I got up in Seattle. I saw this. Somebody took a picture of basically me wearing this outfit when I was Seattle. I was like, that's a hot look, bro. I have, yeah. to, re, I have to revisit that one. It's a good look. Thank you. You can get this same matching outfit, guys, that Joe's wearing by going to flaganthem.com and even better... You get 25% off that outfit if you drop promo code DIRTY at checkout. Now, this deal is not going to last forever. No. So I don't know why anybody would no wait. No deals do, honestly. No. Take advantage of the offer. Nothing lasts forever, Andy. Nothing. Not even cold November rain. That's right. So go to flagandanthem.com right now. Drop promo code DIRTY. Pick out some of their fresh gear. You can look. As good as my boy Joey No Chill on my left. Joe, it has been a minute since we've done dirtball calls, man. Ooh-wee! I mean, it's been some time. We got lots of calls. We got <laughs> Trevor. Is Trevor yeah, struggling Trevor, with, Trevor, with the uh he's struggling with the Trevor Trevor's trying to open a bottle of a can opener. So it's been a minute, Joe. Let's do it. Do I have headphones? Uh, I think you do. You should. Turn me up on the headphones. Turn them shits up. Do you know what that's from? Turn them shits up. No. I, I can't hear it. No, seriously, I'm deaf. Turn them shits up. 
Chappelle show sketch where he's the deaf rapper. Yeah. <laughs> he can, no, he can't hear because he's been shot in one ear. Is that Dylon? No, no. But is, is he playing Dylon in the studio? He can be like, turn me up in the headphones. Yeah, he can be like, turn them shits up. Turn them shits up. What a great fucking show. The best. Will anything top that? Probably not. All right. It's not an event anymore, you know? Yeah. All right. So we have a bunch of calls, sports and non-sports related. Ooh, can't wait. I'd like to get through a few of these. So uh, let's see if we how many we can get through. Uh, All right, we'll, s- we'll start with this one from seven two. Let's see how. Let's see. If oh, look at us going back into the vault. That's right. Hey boys, this is Eric, uh, Northern California. I was just curious uh, what your guys' thoughts on uh, the Hannah Gadsby Netflix special where she, uh, I don't know. I think you guys know what it is. You can look it up. Bruiser, put it on the rundown. Let Joe Prano figure out what it is. I think you guys know what it is. Just figuring out or trying to see what your guys' opinion of that is. Stay dirty. Eric, out. (laughs) Bro. That's great. Uh, very awkward, but but point was taken. I appreciate it. Did you watch it? I did not. Oh, so we're gonna have some hot takes. Well, well, well. Here, here's my take on this. You and I have both read stuff. I had read that. I've seen clips. It's gotten a lot of press, and then I told you right when it was released. I was in San Diego, and uh, a bunch of comics were talking in the green room of the show I was doing about it. And this was the one comic's hot take, which then forced the female comic in the green room to leave. And I know she left because it was getting dissed hard. He goes, it's not a fucking comedy special. It's a fucking TED Talk, word for word. And she didn't say anything, and I think I told you this. The comic who said that was black, and she got up and left. And I have, it was a white woman, of course. I have argued, had that come out of my mouth... She would have argued with me. Or, or at least she would have fucking quietly tweeted about you and skewered you on the internet. But she's not going to argue with the black comic. No. So that's what he said. I haven't heard it. I, I, he, and, and by the way, he, he wasn't like, he's like, it is what it is. It ain't comedy. That's what he just kept saying. This is not a comedy special. Uh, so I've, I don't know. I, I've read things about it. I have uh, heard similar um, criticisms that it's not that funny, but that it's powerful. And then the women on the internet saying, uh, if 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 you don't like it, that you're you know that it's because you're just like a typical male who can't see a powerful. Uh, here's here's the Joe Prano honest take. I don't watch comedy specials for the most part. I there I don't watch a lot of comedy. Honestly, like uh, it's it's few and far between the things that would be quote unquote comedy that I watch in the last I don't know five years. I watch I watched Barry on HBO. I watched Silicon Valley on HBO. Um, I've watched uh, the comedians and cars getting comedy episodes of like six people who I really like. Uh, I've watched my friends' comedy specials. 
I've watched one or two comedy specials from guys like Bill Burr, or Jim Jeffries. Like, I just don't watch comedy. I certainly don't watch comedy of somebody I've never heard of that I watched a clip of and thought this isn't funny and that the feedback has been it's not funny, but okay. It's not funny, but like I don't. I don't watch a lot of comedy, and I certainly, I'm certainly not about to. F- the way people talk about, it, like, I don't watch horror movies or thriller movies. That's not, that's not my shit either. And then people are like, "Yo, Get Out, bro! You gotta watch Get Out. You have to watch it. You have to watch Get Out." I'm like, "Okay, I'll watch fucking Get Out. Get Out. I watched it. It was good." I'm hearing the opposite about this. Like, no one is making me want to watch it. And I don't watch comedy. So, I'm good. Well, I agree. For me, when I hear the, it's not comedy, but, well, I, I want to watch comedy specials. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to watch, you know, if, if I want to watch, I bet I'll watch some of it, though. Because th- there is some curiosity. There's some clips online, too. Like, it's, it's, there's, you know, there's minute clips and tweets, and I've watched it, and I'm like, okay, I get it. I get the gist. You remember Jay Gonzo? Yeah. Our boy. I think he broke his ankle. Mexican McLovin? He's back. Let's, let's see what he has to say. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Jay Gonzo. Um... Finally caught up with all the episodes. You know, I've been lagging on it. So, I'm, uh, you know, I've been busy and shit. But, uh, you know, my question here is regarding, you know, the Kawhi trade. Um, one of my boys posted this on Twitter and was asking, what's worse? One, w- leaving a championship contending team to form a super team a.k.a. KD going to the Warriors, or unwillingly being traded to a team you don't want to play for and possibly sitting out the entire season as a result while making, you know, 20 mil. And that's Kawhi. And, you know, I responded back to my boy, and I was like, man, it has to be KD. Because we don't even know if Kawhi wants to sit out or not. You know, so I said it was KD. But I want to see what your guys' input is. And, yeah, man, that's all I got to say. And... If I get a dirty sports bump, can go in surgery, uh, fix my f- broken fibula. I appreciate that, guys. Uh, condoms are for broken ankles. Wait, did you break your ankle or your fibula? Sounds like. Because the fibula is the long bone. The ankle's something different. <laughs> so- sounds like a high ankle break. Yeah. How did he break his ankle? Who knows? Probably fell down the stairs, drunk on sangria or some shit. <laughs> Worked his way down the stairs of AT&T Park. Um, so, what's the question? <laughs> I don't really understand it. I, just I think I think the question is, what's worse, like being KD and going to a contender? Being KD and leaving to go to a contender or being Kawhi and kind of pouting and saying you don't want to play when you get traded? Uh so saying you don't yeah, want to play, yeah. saying, saying you wouldn't want to play for the Raptors, or saying no. you didn't want to play for the Spurs in the first place. Yeah, I think he's basically saying like, what's worse, what KD did, or like leaving a a team that's contending for championships because you're a pouty bitch. Yes, I mean, look, it's got to be KD. Well, here's the thing: 
I've been pretty critical of Kevin Durant and the bitchy the bitch assiness of his move to Golden State. But when I played sports, I remember my last practice playing football. I remember my last baseball game. I remember my last basketball, like, you know, team basketball experience. It meant a lot to me to be a part of all of those sports my whole life. And like how, like the idea of voluntarily, the, the idea of being a basketball player and voluntarily not playing basketball, hard to be more bitch ass than that if you ask me. You're a basketball player. You're getting paid to play basketball. How many people wish they could have your life and you're just not going to fucking play for Greg Popovich and the Spurs? Like, you suspect. Now, is Kevin Durant soft as shit? Yes. But at least he's fucking playing. Yeah. It's your job, man. It's what you do. Spend your life fucking training for it. Go play basketball. I'll play basketball for the Spurs for a tenth of what Kawhi Leonard was getting. I'll bust my ass. Well, I don't know if this constitutes troll or moron on this next call. Okay. But I want to play the goddamn teaser. Let's do it. So let's bring back... Our favorite game, Troll or Moron. Time for a little game, Troll or Moron. This guy's guy's a straight-up moron. Complete troll. Total troll. You're not a troll. You're just a moron. I think he's a troll. starting to think he might be just the biggest fucking moron of all time. Or is he trolling? Troll or moron, troll or moron, troll or moron. Okay, so I kind of feel bad because it's a new caller, I think. But sorry, man, this call totally constitutes troller moron. Uh, hi, my name's Aaron from PA. Um, I'm a Philly sports fan for everything except uh, football. I like the Tennessee Titans. My dad grew up watching like Warren Moon and. Um, Earl Campbell and Eddie and all them, and just kind of got passed on. But um, uh, since football is kind of common, I was wondering what like and like what you guys like outsiders think of uh, AFC South. Uh, I've been trying to tell my friends that it's. I think it's the best division in the AFC. The NFC is like a whole different beast. Um, I think a lot better teams in the NFC. I think the only one that can really um, challenge the South, probably the West, but I still think the AFC South is hands down better. Um, hands and feet better, it sounds fucking dumb, but um, I was wondering what you guys uh, thought about that. Thanks. I uh, really like hearing uh, your podcast. Keep it up. Now, you sound like a new fan, a new dirtball, yeah. which we appreciate, but bro, bro. When is the last time anyone from the AFC South did any significant damage in the playoffs? The Colts uh, made it to the championship game, the Deflategate game. Yep. 
And the Tennessee Titans made it to a Super Bowl. 20 fucking years ago. Right. And uh, last year, the Jaguars made it to... That was the AFC Championship game, Oh, yeah, too. that's right. I always forget about the Jags, that the yeah. Jags are in this. Um, look, I don't want to... I'm going to... I'm gonna. I don't think he's trolling. S- seemed pr- seemed like a pretty honest call. Uh, I think he might be a little bit of a moron, but it might just be like a. He's not. He's not wrong in like maybe looking forward a little bit, like that the AFC South is on the up and up. The Jags were in the AFC Championship game last year. Tennessee was nine and seven. They won a playoff game. Houston was four and twelve, but. That was after Deshaun Watson got hurt, but then of course, like you got to. Bill O'Brien still missed nine and seven. Yeah, and Bill O'Brien started Tom Savage to start the year, and then Indianapolis, Andrew, they were four and twelve, but Andrew Luck was out. But the bottom line is, you had two four and twelve teams. Yeah. The AFC East didn't have a team with less than four wins. The AFC North. Didn't have a team with less than seven wins except for Cleveland, who didn't win a single game. The AFC West didn't have a team with less than six games except for Denver. Trevor's Denver Broncos. They were 5-11. and 11. But, like, when you look at the AFC West, Kansas City was a playoff team. A lot of people like the Chargers this year. Raiders I, are going to be good. I, like I think the Raiders good. will bounce back. I think the Broncos will bounce back. AFC West. AFC North, always strong. Yeah. Pittsburgh, minus the Baltimore, Browns. Cincinnati, and then, of course, the fucking Browns. But, like, if you're going to say that Houston and Indianapolis are trending up, I, I realize that the Browns didn't win any games, but, like, they're not going to be worse than zero wins. And then you've got the NFC East. Buffalo and New England also made the playoffs last year. Six and ten from Miami, and five and eleven from uh, the New York Jets. Are are the Buffalo, Miami, New York Jets seems like good? No, but you're also in a division that's constantly dominated by the Patriots. I'll say one thing: it's trending up. The Jags, the, the, what they won twelve games last year. No, they won ten games last year. The Jags won tw- won won ten. Ten and six. I think the Jags, again, you still have a major problem with your quarterback situation. You just do. The defense last year was lights out. Can they be as good as they were last year, again this year? I don't know. Here's what I'll say. And and let me say this with... I like the Tennessee Titans. The... Jackson- oh, no. Oh, oh no. no. The Jacksonville Jaguars were in the AFC Championship game last year. And they definitely have a good defense. And they definitely have weapons on offense. I don't think an AFC South team plays in the AFC Championship game this year. There's a lot of questions. You have a lot you, you have questions about Andrew Luck's arm, Deshaun Watson coming back from an injury, Bortles, I mean those are three of the team's quarterback situations. You you have now they could all perform well, but they're all question marks right now. My my point is if you look take Meanwhile, you look at the AFC West. That, that's what I was gonna say. 
or the AFC North. Yeah. AFC West, Carr. I love Carr. Yeah. You got you have Carr, you have Rivers, you have uh who's your boy in the fucking Broncos these days? Keenum. Now, obviously, the, the Chiefs are starting a, uh, essentially a, a never-played-before second-year guy. And then... But even, like, in the North, too. you, you I'm going to trust over the guys I just named, as much as I shit on some of these guys, Roethlisberger, Flacco, and Dalton, they have experience. Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say he's not a troll, and I'm going to say he's not even a moron. I think you're right. This isn't a troll or moron call, but I'm going to say... You're a little ahead of your time, bro. You're you're you might be right, but you're not there. They're not there yet. You might, but here's here's the problem with this theory. By the time you are right, Andrew Luck might be dead and buried in a fucking Civil War cemetery. Like we don't know. You know, General Luck might not make it till the fucking AFC South is the best team. Yeah. Well, uh, this call kind of... And Bill O'Brien might be fired, and J.J. Watt might be dead. Who knows? This next call relates to uh, what you had to say in the Dent Report. Ooh. You know, I figured me do a little cross... Crossover. I don't even know what I said well, at this point. Well, if you haven't listened yet, I blacked guys, out. I was like, that's how you do it. That's how you debate. <laughs> Joe Prano was on the Dent Report this week, so uh, if you haven't listened or if you hate me personally, listen for Joe. Yeah. It's a good show. Thanks. We got some good feedback. Yeah, a lot of peace signs in my in my mentions. It's a, it's a thing now. Peace, love, dope. Well, here's what this person had to say about your take about living in California. Hold on, there we go. What's up, boys? Uh, just listening to the podcast when you guys are trying to define fuck boy. Oh no, sorry, and that's a different one. This is the fuck boy. Okay, let's do the fuck boy. But let's one. play it. And you guys got it all wrong. I've talked to about 10 girls and got a clear definition of it. A fuckboy is basically like calling a girl a hoe. If you're a fuckboy, you're not husband material. You're just a guy on the side that they fuck. Even if they thought maybe at one time it, it could have been a relationship, long, a long-term thing, it wasn't. So you ended up just being a fuckboy. But that's like if girls hang out and, and they're saying, hey, how's that, that guy that you're dating? How's that going? And they say, oh, he's just a fuckboy. That just means like a, it's like a guy saying, oh, she's just a hoe, like a side hoe. So if a girl's never slept with you and they call you a fuckboy, to them it's like saying you're not really husband material. You'd just be like a guy we would fuck around with but not take serious and not uh, be fully interested in long term. So that's what I've uh, basically got from all the girls i talked to. Got some clarification for you boys. Peace out. That's... Uh... That's a pretty good definition. Also, I feel like that's what I said. <laughs> Is that what you said? That's literally verbatim what we said. Yeah, I think the only I think the only difference between what he said and what and and we had to t- we had a discussion about this last night. It's like I don't think, and I think it's hilarious because I think girls are giving themselves this power that like they determine whether or not you're a fuckboy. Yes. When the truth is like. The guys are the ones that I think the guy. I don't think guys are like I'm a fuckboy. I think guys are saying, "Yo, I'm not like I'm fucking you, but I'm not in a relationship with you." And then girls like, "Oh, they, you're just a fuckboy." It's like, no, yeah. Look, I decided what I was. You didn't decide what I was. You just called me. You just 
you just heard what I what I was saying and then fucking called me some name that you think is offend, offensive to me. Yeah, Joe and I had this conversation with his girlfriend and her friend actually here two nights ago. And that's exactly what they were saying. Which is funny because it's basically, oh, he's a piece of shit. Dude, even your girlfriend said that. Like, oh, he's not a guy I'm going to get serious with, but I'll fuck him. It's like, well, a lot of times that's what the guy wants. Yeah. That's what I was saying. I was like, you don't get to determine if he's a fuckboy. He determines if he's a fuckboy by his actions, and then you just you just label him a fuckboy. Because dudes like you, you didn't label yourself a fuckboy. In fact, you were offended just to find out that you were a fuckboy, but, you but your actions make you a fuckboy. Sometimes. Not some girl determining you're a fuckboy. Yeah. Your actions make you a fuckboy. They just label you that. That's my thing. I think the I think I think the dude actually determines that they are a fuckboy by their actions. And then the girls are just like, Well, he I guess he's just a fuckboy. That's like their defense for getting for having a dude's dick in them and then finding out that he's not gonna fucking date them. Like, well I guess you're just a fuckboy then. It's like, okay, relax. We don't have to we don't have to call each other names. You know what I mean? Yeah, just because just, just cause I got that P in my in that V. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't force the D yeah. into the P. It's like you you accepted it. Yeah, just like maybe I should accept some of my fuckboy tendencies. By the way, fuckboy season one coming out to YouTube. Fuck <laughs> boy. <laughs> okay, let me get to the call that I was trying to play about uh, from the Dent Report. Hey, what's up, Andy, Joe? This is Brad from Atlanta. I was just listening to the Joe Prano portion of the Dent Report talking about living out in California. And I'm going to have to agree with him. Like, I moved out to Atlanta because it's a lot cheaper to live out there. And when I moved out there, it was one of those things where it was like, when you're in California, when you're in Southern California, you're living in a vacation destination. So you're not going to be able to go vacation a lot of places because it's so expensive. But you're living in a vacation destination. So that's what people have to realize. And anybody that lives in Southern California or in California in general and doesn't appreciate that and doesn't take advantage of it, it's you're paying a lot of money for bullshit. So that's it was just like I heard that and it was just if you're out there, enjoy it because a lot of people don't have that. And take advantage of that. That's all. Cobbs there for Rich Mulder. He's a power bottom. Have a good night, guys. <laughs> Rich Mulder. Fellow dirtball? Yeah. Rich? Shots fired. Well, look, you and I did discuss He's this a on Power Bottom. <laughs> this is a solid dig. You and I discussed this on the show, and it's, it, it, he's right, though. Like, like, we were saying how it blows our mind the amount of people who come, especially from places like where I'm from in Ohio, and then they move into Hollywood, and they never go to the beach. But, I mean... Look, 
would I ever do that? No, but I don't even know what it's like. Like where I'm from in New York is pretty fucking fantastic, but it's not it's not the beach. You know what I mean? But if you're from like the you know Ohio Kentucky border, isn't Hollywood still a fucking upgrade? Still hot girls everywhere and like clubs and fucking famous people and like Ferraris and shit, right? Like, yeah, not chilly, fucking Cincinnati FC games, Andy Dalton interceptions and shit. Like, it's still a win. Sure, I'm. I'm saying those people are dumb because it's like, hey, spring, spring for the extra two hundred dollars a month, living in fucking live at the beach. But well, I'm to, I get it. Well, I'll be honest. I am to the point now, Joe. I for sure would not date a girl who doesn't go outside. I'm serious. Who doesn't go outside? Did you say you won't date a reclusive hermit girl? <laughs> no, but by outside, you know what I mean. Like if if I if I wanted to get close the window, <laughs> the sunlight it burns my eyes. I'm saying like if I want to, you know. Get rid dating of dating fucking Danny DeVito for Batman <laughs> Returns. You know what I meant. I'm saying the sun. You know, if I want to drop the fuckboy tendencies and say, "Hey, there's somebody I want to get serious with," we're gonna go to the beach. We're but gonna, there's, you know, you go to Hollywood. Ball. There's girls that fucking run like hike Runyon every fucking day. Yeah, they're going outside. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I appreciate that. Okay. It doesn't have to just be the beach. My point is, people who. Don't take advantage of basically 24-7, 365, nice weather. Yeah, and and look, to to move to California to not live at the beach or live, uh, you know, in, in, in some of the uh, nice natural wonders of California and don't, don't work. And, like, I don't know why you'd move here and be a, an accountant. That's for sure. Yeah. Like, I I live in Mid-City. I'm an accountant. Like, what well, let, the fuck? Let's, well, let's ask Trevor, because Trevor lives in the Valley. Yeah. But he's also from California, which I yeah. think is, uh-huh. like, it's different. Like, do you give a shit? Give a shit about living in California? Do no. Do you give a shit about, like, living in the Valley versus, because obviously it's way, you get your bang for your buck way better for where you live. Yeah, no, I'd, I'd rather I'd rather, like, live here. Like in Venice, closer. Oh, you would. Yeah, gotcha. Well, the thing is, Valley is just way too hot. Like, it's way too fucking, and there's just there's nothing to do in the Valley. Like you don't. So you, I feel like there's less to do here, but the, I mean, depending on a, yeah. But like at night, you can go. Like you can leave your place at night and go find like a diner all night. Like you can find a place to I eat, mean, right? But it's like Corky's, yeah, Corky's Diner. You know what I mean? There's not like nothing's popping in the right, Valley. Like right. you got to go to Sherman Oaks, right? And so, like, yeah, I'd rather live around here. Like, yeah, it's cheaper in the valley. It's nicer. But, this is, but Sherman Oaks is considered the valley. It's kind of. It's the valley. Yeah, but th- but that's even, like, from, like, where I'm at to Sherman Oaks is, like, a five-minute drive. Like, yeah, but you are right. Prano is right. I do like that about the valley. I do like the 24-hour diners and, like, those things. Yeah, there's shit going on. The beach is the beach. Yeah. It's quiet at night, and it's fucking a homeless bonanza. So it's not quiet. Well, I mean, it's it's quiet in terms of, like, there's not a lot to do. Like, if I want to go out right now and fucking rip it in Venice, I have, like, two options. That's not true. Yeah, it really is. No, though. it's not. Right now, if you wanted to go, like, have a fucking summer, where are you going? If you want to do it up now, 
from my place, obviously, Townhouse, Whaler, Cabo Cantina. You could go hit Questionable it. on a Wednesday night. It was going to be like going off. I bike around here. You could hit Abikini, the Brig, other yeah, room. Yeah, you could hit the Brig, the other rooms. Like, meh. It's not going to be going off on a Wednesday. Yeah, but people don't go off in general. This That's what I'm saying. They they day drink. Well, that's what I'm saying. Right now, if I was going to go out, I'd go to the townhouse, I'd go to the whaler, or I'd go to uh, the brig. Those would be like, that would be my like trifecta if I was like really f- trying to feel it. And if you were in West Hollywood, you just fucking walk down, you know, you'd John Travolta your way down fucking Santa Monica Boulevard. Yeah, you have more options for sure. All right, you want to get one last call? This and the valley, you'd have to drive from spot to spot, but there'd be you could you could stay on Ventura and get twenty five spots. Let's do this last call. This is an uh, amazing hot take. This this actually could be a troller moron. Oh, actually, you know what? Damn, we're about to hit that two hour window, fam. Hit it. Let's go. Let's do it. No, because we go over it and then it, it it's no. Okay. So we're out. We're out. That's a tease, I know. Yeah. I know. It sucks. We gotta All right. we, well, gotta, we gotta wrap it up. It's it, it's I'm at Fixture Life on Twitter, Joe Prano on Instagram, JoePrano.com <laughs> for all my shows. I got a new podcast. Check that out. Comments are for pussies later. Uh yeah. Leave iTunes reviews. Well, sorry, guys. We just we got a thing where it, it, it over two hours, the video is a pain in the ass. Don't waste time explaining it. <laughs> anyway, DirtySports.com. We've gotten some great iTunes reviews. Keep dropping them, please. The hotline is 310-359-8365. At Andy Ruther. Subscribe to all the shows. All the shows. Dirty Sports. Dirty Slides. Dan Report. Joe Brando Podcast. Everything. Comments for pussy. <laughs>